Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that movie? Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy, <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right. The path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you're new to the program, this is a comedy show uh, where we take a rancid, wretched old movie, take it out for air, and uh, kick it around a little bit like a dead dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll run jokes <laughs> right into the ground. Oh, like, right you think something's ground. funny? You think something's funny now, pal? Uh-uh. Not, not in ten minutes. Wait, I think something's <laughs> funny now. I think it's even more funny the 17th time I say it. <laughs> Uh, also featured bad impressions of all sorts of celebrities you don't care about. Uh, so this week, speaking of bad impressions, we got Peter O'Toole sort of starring in 1984's Supergirl, directed by Janat Zwark, uh, also the director of Jaws 2, by the way, which is the only watchable Jaws sequel. Not watchable? Supergirl. Nope. This is a shit show. This is wa- It's like watching paint dry for me. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but man... 
this is the f- this movie's got a, bl- a bloodbath of aftermath. Supergirl, the character, is likely killed off in eight, 1985 because of the poor box office performance. Uh, and, and forever Wait, you're saying they, they took her out of Whoa. comics, too? Yes. Is that canon? Are you su- yeah, yeah. Is that canon? Mm-hmm. Oh this my. movie's canon. They executed her? <laughs> they executed her. <laughs> Was it a firing squad with kryptonite rounds? No. Notice how I, 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 I said I, I paused on crypt. I was like, it's kryptonite, right? Is that right? the one that kills him? <laughs> Wait, it's not carbonite. It's, it's not kryptonite. It's kryptonite, okay. not carbonite. Uh, yeah, she died in a big 1985 crossover, and then which fucked the character for like 20 years. She became an angel for a while. She became an alien named Matrix for a little bit. <laughs> That's really stupid. A shape-shifting oh, alien. Uh, what is that, Green Lantern stuff now? It's, it's all it's all gobbledygook. That yeah. sounds like gobbledygook. Because well, they got yeah. all afraid of like, I mean, th- there was this push to be like, look, Superman's the last Kryptonian. That's it. I don't want to know about Supergirl, Super Pets, or Super Grandpa. It's only Superman, and he's the last one out of Metropolis alive. A Krypton. Krypton. He's, yeah, he's the last one out of uh, Krypton alive. But she's not from Krypton. They're from, at least in this movie. Now, I don't know about comic lore. Well, it's the same planet, right? Or it's, is it just like the, it's like the suburbs? No, it's, it's some outpost. It's poorly explained. <laughs> oh, planet poorly explained. Oh, well, of course. I, I've been there. <laughs> the, uh, Argo City, or the city of Argo, so whatever the hell it's called. Ar- I think it's just Argo. Actually. Argo. That's uh, Ben Affleck. Right? It's that Ben Affleck movie that everybody loves. <laughs> Planet Affleck. Wait, but it's like an outpost on like a moon or something. It shit, is. Isn't it's it? basically if um, the Pilgrims came to America mm-hmm. and then uh, England just was destroyed, oh. and like that's so it's still the last like... outpost of like Kryptonians. Exactly. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't tell from the shitty production design in this movie because it doesn't look anything like the crystalline-centric culture of Krypton that we've seen in all the other movies. It'd be great if everyone was Italian because Marlon Brando <laughs> is Italian. He's the most oh, famous yeah. one. You know, There's, like you get Al Pacino up there. You get, like, Pauly Walnuts, who's probably, like, 48 <laughs> at that time. Pauly Walnuts, 48 in 1984. Yeah, makes Something sense. Something like that. A young Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah, old oh, man. You get Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, what am I fucking doing on Planet <laughs> Argo? <laughs> he was trimming, uh, you know, young buck in uh, Risky Business. Oh, years yeah, later. that's right. Hey, Supergirl, you want to make some extra cash? <laughs> You're getting right in my fucking face, Supergirl. <laughs> Man, uh, so you know what this movie wants to be so hard? Good. <laughs> a Superman movie. Yeah. And it doesn't care which one. It would, <laughs> it would love to be the first one. It will settle for Quest for Peace. Yes. Well, it, the other fallout from this, aside from likely the reason that the character was killed off, was the, all the film rights went to canon. Warner, Warner Brothers was like, nope. Yeah. Superman three plus this, fuck it. Go to yeah. go to you know this werewolf company or whatever oh. the hell they did. Oh right, though this is before Quest for Peace. Exactly. So this is post Superman three, the atrocity right. of right, right off the heels of it. Right? Yes, exactly. It was like a one two punch, and Warner Brothers was like, you know what, fuck it. I mean, the Saul kinds, by the way, should be banned from making movies. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're still around now, but this Alexander Saul kind, he's poison. Do you ever see that Santa Claus movie? Oh, yeah, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah, uh, directed by the same guy who did this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I 
had a tall glass of water last Christmas mm-hmm. or thereabouts. Ooh. Happy holidays. You know, no, I had two tall glasses of water. I had one and I was like, ah, it's not enough. Remember, kids, leave one out for Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I got to drive this sleigh, man. And I melted into my couch <laughs> watching this movie and I was like, there's. They're just so merry that, that the merriment won't end because it's <laughs> mostly elves going like dancing around yeah, getting yeah. ready for Christmas mm-hmm. without much conflict until John Lithgow becomes scary. What? What is this movie about? It's like Santa Claus v. Like a corporation on Earth creates an anti Santa Claus. Okay. I like it. And Dudley Moore, like Dudley Moore is an elf and he goes like to it. work for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, man. But there's so much like. I don't know. How are we going to make these toys? 40 minutes of dancing. Is this a stay tuned? <laughs> it's possibly Maybe? a stay tuned. I will be stone sober the next time I watch it. <laughs> Bring a buddy if you're going to watch this movie with some water. <laughs> oh, the buddy system's a bus. All right, so I think this is a good place to start with Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And Peter O'Toole as Zaltar. <laughs> oh, man. Peter O'Toole is Zoltar. That's the uh, the fortune-telling robot from Big, right? That's what I thought. Turns out it's just some weird space pervert. <laughs> this character of Zoltar. I mean, because here's the thing, everybody. You got Peter O'Toole. He's old-ass Peter O'Toole. And he's like the town magician or whatever. The He's like magician <laughs> slash artist or some such. He built this whole city of Argo. He's dressed like Monroe from Too Close for Comfort, this whole movie. <laughs> These like really early 80s pastel sweaters they right. got him in. <laughs> but then you got, you know, Helen Slater. Right? Mm-hmm. Name's Helen Slater? Yes. Playing Supergirl. Uh, and and she's, Kara Zor-El, by the way. Kara Zor-El, right. She's the niece of... Uh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. You can see it in the eyes. <laughs> but here she is. I mean, she's like, whatever, like 18 maybe mm-hmm. in sure. this movie. I, mean, I don't know how old the actress is, but like Supergirl is supposed to be like 17, 16, 18. 17, something she's like that. She's supposed to be able to pass for a high school student. Yes. Right. And this is just like, oh, hello there, Kara Zorel. Oh, how are you today? I'm drawing a tree. Look at this pretty tree. Would you like to take a look? That's more James Mason than Peter O'Toole, but you get the point. He's being fucking creepy to a kid. He's got this magic wand that looks like a bong, speaking of tall glasses of water. It's just like this Dale Chihuly-esque creation. (laughs) And he's like, oh, you want to see some magic, Supergirl? (laughs) And it's just like, oh, okay, buddy. I just want to say, we don't know what the age of consent is. Though. Oh, on Krypton, oh, on that's Argo? very true. Yeah. yeah, or Argo. Oh, well, see, that's the thing, dude. Age of consent on Krypton was like 20. <laughs> but then they were like, no, the city of Argo is being formed under new laws. One of those new laws, lowering the age of consent. <laughs> that's the whole reason for the rift, huh? A bunch of per- <laughs> space perverts. On, a, on Wait, an abandoned planet. Why is that the one law you propose? <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> Not just going to come up with a book of laws right away. Okay. <laughs> so he's got this magic wand that he's like, you know, I've got this magic piece. And this is a lot of like combining elements. I don't know what they do or what they are. Oh, man. The wizardry <laughs> zippity doodah in this movie is off the chain. He's like a, he's like the founder of the city. He's like a genius. He created everything. Like, oh, yeah. we owe everything to you, Zaltar. And he pulls out this thing and then he's like, I also stole the Agamendra. The Omega Hendron, whatever that is. Right, hell. it's like what, like a pl- 
planet destroyer or something. Yes. It's like a magic ball of whatever. Meanwhile, of what- it looks like a shitty Christmas gift your aunt gives your grandmother. It's a little like metal ball with a candle inside it. But by the way, guys, well, this is not adding up. This is like a real cult of personality here. I think this is like this guy's like a David Koresh. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think the Kryptonian government knows what's going on oh, here. Oh, I think you're onto something here. And he's just like, no, no, it's an outpost. Everyone, be calm. <laughs> yes, you're all my children. Every <laughs> last one of you. And I, we now have multiple wives. <laughs> <laughs> all my little pretty brides. <laughs> it- Zoltar's million brides. <laughs> and then he's got this like this weapon. Mm-hmm. This guy's he's playing for keys. Well, it's a magi- WMD. What we learn about this magic ball is it's what is keeping the whole outpost of Argo alive. It's responsible for right. the air, the food, and the fucking. You know, it's responsible Which, for all of it. I mean, that's laying a lot on the line. Yep. And Peter O'Toole has taken it out of its case or borrowed it or whatever for the purposes of like <sighs> Gonna make this tree look a lot cooler, bro. <laughs> Just gotta use the octahedron. Oh, yeah. You sprinkle some of this octahedron on it. Oh, man. Wow, this thing can do anything. It sure oh, can. it sure can. Don't worry, it sure can. And so he's, he admits to stealing this thing. And what's her name? Kara Zorel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's like, um, you know, Zoltar, that's pretty dangerous and illegal. And he's like, well, when you create a whole city, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and yeah. no such thing as police on Argo. No one's watching anyone. And you know what I love? In my- I am the police. <laughs> <laughs> he's Judge Dredd's wearing that helmet. <laughs> or he's Biff Tannen. <laughs> Kid, I am the police. <laughs> but what, what I love about this is like he's the creator of this whole universe and whatnot. And, like, Kara Zor-El's parents are giving him shit. They're like, oh, yeah. oh, you're talking to that creepy old shit Zoltar again, huh? Why don't you get away from old man Zoltar? Mia Farrow, who has a sixth sense about this sort of thing, comes <laughs> over. She's got a sixth sense with her six lines in this movie. It's just like, you know, what's going on here? Where's the Omega Hendron? He's like, oh, I took it out for air. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. He's like, here, Kara, go have some fun with it. He, like, he- kicks it across the room. <laughs> no, the whole fucking plan. I mean, I think he's bored. I think he doesn't. Yeah. He already. He also talks about like I'm planning a trip to Earth, or maybe Mars. Oh yeah, or, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go to Earth, possibly Venus. I don't know. We'll see where the day takes me, where the Omega Hedron <laughs> takes me. And she's like, Wait, you're gonna use this thing that's responsible for like maintaining life on this planet or in this like dome city, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna take it out, like cruise the galaxy with it. Meanwhile, we need it to live. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 don't worry about that. He's like, yeah, go, go amuse yourself. Go buy something. Go buy us a, buy, <laughs> buy two sodas. Give me one, too. And she's like, <laughs> she makes some butterfly or something. And oh, yeah. using that and the other thing. And it flies through. Apparently, this place is held together by cellophane. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. This window is <laughs> it's just plastic. And this thing rips right through it. And, you know, 
Kara zor getting sucked out of this thing, and I'm like, oh, that's space right there. Mm-hmm. More than just, like, this person would be getting sucked. This whole it, thing is collapsing well, on itself. Well, there's a lot to go into here, and thank God Steve is here for this. <laughs> okay, so Zoltar there is saying, um, actually, that's not space. It's inner space, and Earth is all the way in outer space. Yep. Steve, inner space, please explain. Um, it's a movie with Dennis Quaid, <laughs> wherein Martin Short goes, no, I, I, it's nonsense. It's just all nonsense. Oh, I thought this was a whole thing. I was going to ask you, like, now, if I, as a Earth man, <laughs> go into inner space, yep. do I get superpowers? Your asshole falls out of your body, actually. That's kind of super. <laughs> it's like, That's... you want to see that 22 miles of intestine, or 22 feet of intestine? Yeah, yeah, yeah for me, it's the longer one. <laughs> It's all bullshit, is yeah, what yeah. we're no, talking yeah, I, about. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe somebody's read the comic where this... I don't think so. I think somebody just said so, whatever. So Krypton's another planet. It's not in inner space. Because then I was thinking, like, does he, is he talking about, like, you know how people are like, hey, man, the whole universe is like an atom on a giant's fingernail. <laughs> is Krypton in a different universe on a giant's fingernail? Maybe it might this be. Is, this is where, again, not just the age of consent, maybe, like... Zoltar had a bunch of crazy ideas. Like, we're not even in outer space, man. They kicked him out of Krypton. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, you know what, dude? Take your followers and get the fuck out of here. Follow-up question about the, uh, her name. Yeah. Kara... Zor-El. Zor-El. And now Superman is Kal-El? Yes. And his father is Jor-El. But what is Kal-El's first name? Because she's got Kara. His name is Cal. It's Cal. Oh, and then L and yeah. her, but her name, her last name is Zorel. Yeah, Zora dash so, L. So maybe she, her maybe. It's oh, like, it's hyphenated. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, maybe the a modern marriage. Zor. Yeah, They're very progressive. Yeah, progressive. Exactly. Oh, yep, that's exactly what it is. Solved it. <laughs> progressive uh, Argonians here. So the thing gets sucked out into space, and they're like, well, we're all going to be dead in days. And <laughs> like while they're yelling at Peter O'Toole about all this. Uh, Kara Zor-El gets in like a little spaceship. She steals his ride, man. Yeah, she <laughs> used, he had that thing gas to go to Pluto. Yeah, well, he was ready to start out on his bucket list adventure, <laughs> and she steals it. And she's like, "I'm gonna make something of myself, and I'm gonna do this." Oh, don't you dare take my Skinner CD! Oh, they're on love. She left them on the floor. Don't look in the glove box. Whatever you do, don't look in the glove box, child. <laughs> So she's like zooming through space, and this is like I like to feel it <laughs> <laughs> right now. Just going through the space. That would be so much better. He's shaking his fist at her. That would be so much better than this rip-off John Williams score that Oof. we're doing here. And this is Jerry Goldsmith, a master in his own right. Sure. And they're just like, "Hey, man, you're working for the Salkinds now." bootleg that John Williams score best you can. We'll be here waiting to make all the money. And you know, it's just shitty. That shitty, the fucking credit sequence tries to look like the Superman credit sequence, also turns out to be shitty. I read on IMDb trivia that that opening credit sequence cost a million dollars. Holy shit. In 1984 money. Yeah, which is in today's money, $78 million. <laughs> I think that boyhood costs less to make than the, like, <laughs> counting for inflation, whatever the Supergirl credit sequence was. You're right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And you know what sucks? You spent a million dollars to make shitty-looking credits. Yeah, I could, I could get you a boy and watch him grow cheap, way cheaper than that. <laughs> 
I do it all the time. I know you, you're always offering, which I appreciate. I'm, I do. They're walking around everywhere. <laughs> He's a generous man, Steve. One thing that's important oh, is... Sure. Sh- sh- so, oh, yes. Oh, 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 it's my favorite part of the movie. How did I fuck this up? It's Mia Farrow and her husband, whatever his name is. Oh, Nigel. <laughs> is he Nigel? No, you're, no, no, no. Not, oh, no, you're I'm thinking confusing. of... Uh, yeah, you're, you're ahead of the game. We're still back on Argo for a minute. Back on Argo, uh, the, the planet... The planet's whole solar system gets sucked out the window, and then their daughter just goes after it. And like Mia Farrow's like, "We're we're gonna be dead in days." <laughs> like she literally <laughs> says, "That's like we've got days, and then we're dead because they're gonna run out of air." And is the idea. Peter O'Toole's like, "Well, uh, I guess I'll go to the Phantom Zone then." AKA, how little can I be in this movie? <laughs> and my fate is sealed. I've lost the Omega Hedron. I must be sent to the Phantom Zone. Your suffering will be short. Mine, forever. And they're like, they're like, no, Zoltar, that's a little extreme. We don't believe in the death penalty here on Argo. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Off to the Phantom Zone. It, it, it almost seems kind of shelf, uh, sh- selfish there because yeah. he's, he's just like, oh, my suffering will be long. You, you'll die real quick. <laughs> yeah. But I'll be alive for a while. I'll be in pain, but I'll be alive. Now, <laughs> and this is what they don't show, by the way. Is there just a door that you jump through and you can go into the Phantom Zone? You've got like one of the uh, probably one thing. It's like hidden. It's like that that cool mirror that you jump into that gets sucked around there. Maybe <laughs> because that... he just turns, he like bout faces away from the two of them. He's like, no, no, Phantom Zone is fine. I mean, it's a first offense. We can get you. We can knock it down. No, 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 a... no, no. Eternity in the Phantom Zone, please. That's only a ticket. It's only points <laughs> on your license. <laughs> he just wants Phantom to... <laughs> Zone, please. He wants to be a martyr. Yeah, he does. So he can come back as a god one day and really get what he wants. <laughs> yeah, totally. So he throws himself in movie jail, but you don't even see it. Like, the camera like kind of starts to tilt up and goes out of focus. Mm-hmm. And then we just cut to, uh, you know, Karen. She's just, like, zooming through space. We're totally ripping off Jupiter and beyond the infinity here. Sure. We're just zooming through. We're doing a bunch of, like colored lights and like water pressed against glass effect kind of thing and she's just like i'm having a great time risking my life one thing that's weird is she know everybody knows apparently on argo who superman is and she's like oh my cousin my cousin on earth right superman you're gonna go see him huh and it's like well how do you know like what 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 news reports are you getting what communication was there after the destruction of krypton yeah. That the people on Argo are getting the news from Earth that there's a survivor. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's silly is what it is. Now, do you recall, is this the origin story of Supergirl from the comic? No, she just kind of shows up one time. And like, yeah. she's, I don't know. I mean, like, basically, similarly, she's on a... She was part of a colony or whatever that, you know, was apart from Krypton. Right. I mean, she has a million origins. But the prominent one is, like, you know, she kind of was suspended and then, like... Is released. It's like, oh my god! I, I was sixty. Like, the whole thing was she was always older than Clark, but looked younger because she was suspended oh, animation. Was, oh, frozen! Like he was time. a baby when you know he got out. Right, she was freaky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa, man! So then we cut to Faye Dunaway Oof. and this English actor In, portraying Nigel, uh, Peter Cook. Cook. Peter Cook, Cook yeah, yeah, of Cook and uh, Moore or Warren Cook. Uh, yeah, I think he was in Yellow Beard. That's all I got. 
A comedy team at Dudley Moore, the comedy partner of Dudley Moore. Oh, oh is that wow. right? Yep. Oh, interesting. In that, uh, the original Bedazzled, I think he's the devil. Oh, he is, actually. That's yes. totally right. And yes. then he's got some kind of cameo in that Brendan Fraser remake, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those guys, by the way, died pretty young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shocking. yeah. Um, it's life and sketch comedy, man. It fucking kills you. <laughs> live, yeah. live fast, die hard. Die laughing. Uh, not, but there yeah. are some people out there that think that uh, Dudley Moore is actually still Kirk Cameron. But I don't know. That, those are truthers that I don't really believe in. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, he I'm, never switched wait, back. Yeah, you're not a like 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 father like son truther. Yeah, good. I saw that documentary. What was it? Uh, uh, Loose sons. <laughs> it explained everything. Yeah, it does. I mean, like, hey, look, it's, there, there's evidence there. I choose not to believe it. Look, but... you know what though? That's a good sign because if anything, that means that even though his body is dead, Dudley Moore's still alive, and Kirk Cameron's in the fucking ground. And uh, then he just, you know, Dudley... Dudley's keeping up appearances as being a hateful piece of garbage. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Um, now, here's how you freak yourself out. Imagine Kirk Cameron speaking in Dudley Moore's, like, drunk Arthur voice. Oh, man. That'll keep you up at night. Ooh, future case file. Homosexuality is a sin. Gross. So anyway, we're on Earth, we're having a picnic, and it's just like, you realize right away, like, oh, oh, these are the villains of the yes. movie, and we are so far from Gene Hackman, Whew. we're so far from Richard Pryor, you're just far, you're far, I far mean, away. We are, whoa, whoa, we are far from Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad place to be. Well, because we're doing <laughs> magic. And that's a big freaking problem because yes. magic and Superman. Re- I mean, like, it happens, but it shouldn't happen. <laughs> it no. happens. It's like when the X Men go to space. Sure, it happens, but it but shouldn't. It's, the, it's yeah. not something that I. You know, it's like when fucking Batman goes to space to yeah. go to that fucking Justice League headquarters. Yes, stay on Earth, Bruce. Yeah, I don't need Batman in space. I never did. I never will. Superman runs a foul of voodoo like anybody, but you know what? <laughs> I don't need that coming to my movie. Sure, right. even James Bond ran a foul of voodoo once or twice. You know these things happen in the comic books. That's fine, yeah. right? That's you know it's a that's a funny paper, but <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> yes, all right. It's got to breathe like a movie. Yes, and you know what the logic of this villain is? It's Faye Dunaway as this evil Selena the Witch. Mm-hmm. She has the exact same logic. Selena the Middle-Aged Witch. <laughs> as um, that villain thing from that first Ewoks movie. Yes. Where the he just wants, queen. He wants the vague power. Yeah, or is that right. in the second one? The Which second, are, yeah. The second one, yeah. where that the big monster thing's like, I just want the power. She's just like, she finds the little ball. It like lands in their soup. They're having this picnic. And she's just like, oh, this will lead to giving me immortality and all the power. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you know that any of this is true? It's going to give you cancer. Exactly. Your cells are crinkling up right now. I think I could see it because, man, she, her, her face in this movie, it's like she's wearing clown makeup. She is wearing like clown makeup. It's, it's ridiculous. It's mommy dearest mode the entire freaking time. <laughs> And she's like overacting, and I mean, like she, she's turned in some great performances of over course. her career. Like she's a, a fantastic actress, and she's kind of almost sort of the female Gene Hackman. If you had to choose somebody, maybe <laughs> you know, but Both I crossing under- paths in Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. I understand the casting and everything, yeah. but just the role. The role's terrible, terrible. Yeah. and she's—I mean, she's just fucking really hammy in this movie. The lighting is always hilarious because they always like do this thing where it's like 
her, the top of her face in shadow. Like it's her eyes always like they have this like streak of light across right. her eyes. It's like a it's, noirish like e- evil. Yeah, it's very distracting. It's so stupid. And her her relationship with uh P- with Peter Cook or Nigel is like she is she was he was he's a flat out warlock, right? He's he's a grade A all American warlock. <laughs> Level <laughs> 5 <laughs> warlock. American. <laughs> yeah. He put in the paperwork. Oh, okay. Well, you know, as long as they're coming here legally, <laughs> there's going to be a door in the wall. Shut up. <laughs> it's a door for English warlocks only. You, be- you better keep practicing as a warlock because you-, you can't go on warlock unemployment and keep your citizenship. <laughs> oh, man. yeah. Even right. though your dumb little warlock kids were born in this country, they're getting the boot out, too. But, like, she's been using him because he's, like, much more practiced in evil than she is. Right. And the second she gets this, she's like, hey, fuck you, Nigel. And, like, you know, that's her kind of character. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. 
and she retreats back to an abandoned carnival in which she lives. She's living like a supervillain before she's a supervillain. See, that's the clown makeup makes sense now. <laughs> I was going to say she's trying to live like a supervillain, but is in reality living like a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By living at a haunted carnival. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of PT bullshit. <laughs> And by the way, uh, right after they leave this picnic space to go back to the haunted carnival, Supergirl flies out from underwater, like in this lake, in full Supergirl costume. And I'm like, so wait, is the city under the water? What is going on? I don't know. I mean, at the end when she wins, spoiler alert, I apologize. Oh, shit. uh, She goes, returns to the water to go to the city. So I don't know, like... I don't know how interdimensional space works. I apologize. Uh, maybe there's a wormhole down there that we don't see. Let's get Neil. Let somebody well, ping Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Explain Supergirl for us. Fact him. check the scientific <laughs> accuracy of Supergirl. Remember to tweet at Neil Tyson. Okay. And by On the Twitter. way, we, we haven't heard shit yet about Moon Trap, so now we got two for him. It's piling up. Let him know that it's piling up. He's but, like, uh, blibbity blow the Martian. And I'm like, how about Moon Trap? We've been in line. Yeah, exactly. But you know, the inner space angle, maybe Krypton and that whole colony mm-hmm. is in the lake, guys. It's like an atom oh, in the lake. Wow, bro. I thought you were going to say that Argo and Krypton are actually behind a bookshelf and someone's tapping on books, <laughs> also and making them fall off dis- a shelf in a farmhouse. A distinct possibility. <laughs> Although I think Neil deGrasse Tyson proved that space ghosts aren't real, or did he? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to double check his timeline. Not even they can't even go coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> but th- what I love about this movie is it's like, hey man, and that's why this movie shouldn't be, by the way, two hours and fifteen minutes or however long this. Well, one. now here's this is what I want to ask you guys because you know we we do not watch movies together anymore. That's the old ways of the show. Very rarely does that happen. Now we watch them on our own. We're responsible for getting copies of the movie on our own. I've been using deodorant a lot. I just want to be super clear. <laughs> that was the guys, catalyst for us splitting up watching. Uh, yeah, maybe in a year we'll think about it. Okay, well we'll, we'll we'll revisit. But there are so many versions of this movie on DVD and VHS and like Amazon and whatever. So you watched the two eighteen? Because so did I. Oh no, I, I actually no. I'm sorry. I watched the two oh five, motherfucker. Oh my god! What? How yes. did I have thirteen more minutes than you? <laughs> yeah. Which I, did you watch? I thought I think I watched the international version, which is pretty much the only version you can really get anymore. Sort it's of. too. No, I go to this great. Um, I'll give them a plug because they've done a lot of show research for me. Book off on West Forty Fifth Street in New York City. Uh-huh. You can get yourself a nice five dollar DVD of whatever nonsense you're looking for, uh-huh. and a bunch of cool books and and Blu-rays too. It's all used, and it, it, it's it's kind of like going to a blockbuster for me because I don't know what I'm gonna go in and get. I don't know oh, what's gonna be there. The mystery's alive, exactly, and that's how I find garbage. And that's <laughs> that's where I got this. It's a single disc DVD. I think that there was like a three disc. Who gives a shit? Around the time of Superman Returns that came out, right? Oh. And I, I, okay. Now I read that there's a, there was a 95 minute oh. cut. Oh, isn't that where you want to be? That was the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. That's what which I, you you can't get anymore. It was released on VHS. Yes. And then when they when the rights went back to I guess Warner's or whatever, and they and they whoever, yeah, and they put out the DVDs. Right. They did international or director's cut, which are. What, like a, 128 minutes and 138 minutes? Yeah. 
So it, well, I we mean, are longer than Star Wars. Oh, it's we longer are. than Star Wars territory for sure. And why can't I see that ninety-five minute cut? It was good enough for Lady America the first time. Yeah, I want to see what Lady America saw. Well, I think it's a thing now where it's just like, oh, the saw kinds were really butchering things or something. Yeah, like so- this is the true vision uh-huh. of our director. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I wish I got in and out in 95 minutes. I had to take an evening and part of a morning to get through all of this fucking movie, man. And you know where I think some of this could have been cut down? It's right here at this part in the movie where she's discovering her powers and she is flying around for, I'm not kidding you, like three to five minutes. Honestly, I I played with my cat for most of this movie. (laughs) I just could I had no patience for this. She's like flying alongside horses at one point. And I'm like... I get it, man. She's accidentally crushing rocks. And it's like, you know what? I've seen the first three Superman movies. Yeah, I know what's that's going on. boring. If you want to do something new, have her crushing horses. <laughs> Just wanna... squeezing a horse's throat right. with her bare Supergirl hands. I'm making super glue. <laughs> And she just squishes it into goop. I like that idea. I'm I, fine with it. We gotta change it up. But yeah, no, you're right. Well, I do. I do kind of almost commend this movie where she doesn't have to be like, oh, "That's right." She doesn't say stuff. It's not like, "Wait, I could fly." How do I? Huh? She just is enjoying it. Yeah. There's no. I'm flying. Yeah. It's none of that shit, which is nice enough. But also, if everyone on Argo knows, oh, if I go to, if I go to Earth, I'm a god. I am finding my way to get to Earth. Hey, you want to talk easy? about an immigration oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, that's. I think that's <laughs> Peter O'Toole was going to go on a sex vacation to Earth. You know, oh, yeah. Gonna, oh, yeah. I'll be the strongest pervert in the galaxy. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what does strength have to... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, oh, I got another uh, comic book question for sure. you. Now, she's wearing the classic S that we see yep. her cousin Superman wearing. So she's only representing the L. Yes, that's the of, House of L logo, right, which is L. an S right. for whatever reason. Sure. Right, in her culture, it's yes. an L, yes. E-L. Yes. Right. I want, to want, I want to know what Zora looks like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm, they should have thought about this. In, that first really su- in, in the first Superman movie, you do see a bunch of different symbols, which is pretty cool. That council. Right. Like a bunch, a bunch of different <laughs> sigils. Yes, on. which is, I always enjoy. And it's like, for whatever reason, like, everything else looks like a bunch of nonsense, but L just got lucked out. It's a big S. stands for Superman. Who would have guessed? What are the <laughs> odds? I mean, seriously, Vegas couldn't put numbers on that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like someone in the 1930s wrote this on their lunch break. <laughs> it's almost that. It'd be great if there was a, just a big, his symbol for L is just a giraffe. And like, he has to like, be like, oh, what, your giraffe? No, that's my house's symbol. Is that um, the whole S means L thing? Is that like retconned? I, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I think. Or is that like from Jump Street? No, no. I, I, S I, to, to Eric's point, the S, I think, was all, was probably started off as S for Superman. And then somebody right. was like, eh. Right, when he's like... fighting Nazis, it just meant <laughs> Superman. <laughs> now that we're talking about the uh, mumbo jumbo space stuff, <laughs> L is the house name. Did you know that people are collecting these things? <laughs> Children are reading them and they're collecting them. Holy shit, we have to start caring about this. <laughs> start writing them at lunch. <laughs> Take some real time. Remember when you killed off Jimmy Olsen and brought him back in the same issue? You kind of stop doing that, man. People are paying attention. Oh, did he fly around the goddamn earth again <laughs> for that one? No, no, no. I'm just making oh. sure. Uh, 
It sounded believable. It sounded like a comic book. You want to know another scene that could get cut? Faye Dunaway using this little gizmo gadget doodad thing to re-roast a chicken. <laughs> I, didn't have, I did not have that. You didn't have that? No. Oh, see, this is going to be so much fun now. Because I think I had the longest one with the most horse shit in it. So there's a scene where she brings the o- Omega Hedron thing back to the haunted funhouse. And it's her and this obnoxious sidekick of hers. Which, by the way, the two of them, I was like, you know the villain in this movie is? Fucking one half of the Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> and so she's like, I don't know what this thing does. And this friend of hers is like... Bianca, by the way. Oh, Bianca. She's like the brassy, like, smoking the cigarettes. She's like the Sophia of the group. Sure. And she's just like, well, I don't know. Why don't you bust it out and see what happens? And she just pulls a chicken out of the refrigerator. It's leftover chicken. <laughs> and the thing starts to light up. And then a little orange light bulb goes off inside this chicken. And it starts cooking. And Bianca's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, Selena. Looks like it's done. Looks like it's done. And she gets, like, all scared about this chicken getting reheated. And I'm like, <laughs> deleted fucking scene. I don't think I had that. Oh, deleted scene so bad. But the only way to make that work is that's how happening and then you cut back to Mia Farrow struggling to breathe and like <laughs> the the blood vessels in her eyes are breaking it's like I've only I had the omega hedron and just like <laughs> Who's for Chinese? And I thought that would a great. A great oh, you old... burned it. Looks like it's takeout time. Okay, hey, I can call the Chinese place on the Omega Hedron. This thing does everything. Isn't it so much fun being witches and villains and roommates? <laughs> this bullshit movie. I do appreciate the cigarette smoking because every Superman movie has got chain smoking in it. Oh, for absolutely. Some oh, absolutely. If they didn't get Selena now, lung cancer's getting her in 10 years. Guaranteed. Bianca's just fucking going. Oh, man. Bianca's dying already. She mm-hmm. knows she's dying. Mm-hmm. She don't care. Bianca don't care. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Supergirl has some sort of method uh, to her madness. She's got she's got a Fitbit on the whole movie. She, oh. I, I made the same note. She's totally wearing a Fitbit to and, try to track down this dumb thing and um, to find the Omega Hedron. It's going to send it to her. It, line, it winds up in Chicago. So Chicago now or here's the a thing. suburb of no, but she's flying around Chicago, Sh- Shermer, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> now Metropolis, yes, is that Chicago? Because uh, Gotham is New York, and the and the Flash has the Keystone City, which is Kansas City, right? It, that, well, it's all kind of vague. It's all Springfield in in its right, own way. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like the map of D- DC Comics doesn't make sense. And what does what, what does Marvel have? New York, New York, oh. <laughs> New York. New York that feels, sometimes San Francisco. Yeah, well, that feels less fantastical. <laughs> it's true. That's kind of boring. That's what I live in. Yeah, you, do, you see that shit all the time. You see the you see Iceman every day. Although hey. uh, I think Batman, there there was a couple issues, guys. I read a comic book once <laughs> where New York does exist, uh-huh. and Gotham's in like Delaware, Jersey border. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Death in the Family, actually. Uh, well, New York always exists. I mean, all because those that was exist. the one where the Joker had to go to the UN as the Iranian ambassador. Woofs, by the way. <laughs> Oh man, I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty cool. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's very good. Oh. Well, because they're like, oh, we're evil, so let's get this evil clown to be our delegate. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's basically what happens. Wow, that's horseshit. Oh yeah. So 
she lands in like she, I think she's supposed to be like in the city at this point yeah, at yeah. first. She touches down, oh, and no. who are the first two people she meets on Earth? But a couple of truck driving rapists. I think <sighs> driving trucks takes a back seat to their raping business because these yeah, they guys are, are ready to first, go. Truck drivers second, and yeah. you know what, man? This is a fucking kids movie. This is a movie for girls, not for girls, but like it's a movie to be like, oh, cool, Superman, including girls in in the whole message of it's okay to like comics. There's yes. a superhero for you. It's yeah. not just a boys' club, but and sexual violence raped. is always a danger. It's unbelievable. These are the first fucking people she meets on Earth are rapists, and one of them is played by the great character actor Matt Frewer. Oh, yeah. Of uh, that uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, and he's in uh, Honey, he's in, I Shrunk the Kids. He's in Watchmen, too. Oh, yeah, he is in Watchmen. But so it's just like she touches down in like a bad part of town, and these two guys are like, oh, 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 oh look at that girl over there. And oh, we're seeking a good time. <laughs> All right. It's grotesque. Hey, Earl, I guess we got ourselves a real peach. Oh, yeah, oh, we did, Dale. And it's like, ew, ew, Who's ew. ready for some fresh fruit? Nom, nom, all nom. right. First of all, we got to stop dragging the good names of Earl and Dale through the mud. <laughs> all these guys have a name like that. Yeah, it's true. There's a pattern there. There is a pattern. It's a lazy writing pattern, but you you're know, right. Like, I understand what the point of the scene is. The point of the scene is, oh, man, these boys don't know what they're in for. But, like, they should be muggers. They should be like, where's exactly. your purse? Give me right. your purse. Not, Give me the- not pulling up her skirt, trying to grab her. That's what's happening here. It's disgusting. And you know what? I'm in the theater. I got kids here. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got you kids know, here. The wrong planet got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I saw. Yeah. That shit did not fly on Krypton or on Argo. Well, I don't know what's going on Argo. Well, that, least, that's legal in Argo. That least. whole city was designed by a pervert. We've already established this. Zoltar is a sex offender. You know, it's the rule of the land, though. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's following the rule of the land. And hey, 1984, 83, whatever, uh-huh. America, not such a great place. <laughs> you know. Yeah, sure. Now, but, this is what's great, though, is in retaliation for the almost rape. And uh, she doesn't even, she kind of doesn't even know what it is. She's which is not a sexual being. No. Okay? That's not a thing. And right? she's like, wait, what are you Because she wasn't do? awakened yet by uh, <laughs> Hart Bachner? Yeah, we'll get to Hart in a second. But in retaliation, she's like, don't touch me. Get away from me. Don't do that. She kicks this dude in the balls. Yep. Look, this is a Kryptonian, Argonian person kicking you in the stones. This dude goes flying. Those two little buddies are burst. <laughs> They're done. Oh, it's jelly down there. <laughs> it is good. Let's get fucking get the toast out because we got jelly down there. Absolutely. I wouldn't and, eat that. No. And, and then Matt Frewer just gets thrown through a fence. Well, he, that happens, right? Here I am. Somebody's dressed like Superman. I try and rape that person because I'm a monster. And yeah. my buddy, they, they know who Superman is. Everyone yes. knows who Superman. This is. guy, these guys are are dumb. <laughs> she he, she kicks him through the next county, and he, the other guy's like, "Well, I guess you got a little fight left in you, little girl." And it's like, "Are you kidding me?" She she then uses her heat vision to make him drop a knife. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna get it, sweetheart." I'm like. <laughs> Dude, unless you got kryptonite somewhere in there or like a mech suit that you're about to get in. Yes. Like, clearly, this is an alien you're fighting. A a kryptonite mech suit. That's what these movies need. By the way, speaking of which, no kryptonite in this movie. Not at all. Too busy using magic. 
And demons and devils. Big problem. Yep. How about a kryptonite gun? How about fucking Brainiac? Which no one could ever figure out. He's a guy that's green. You, green, you call him Brainiac. And all the nerds go, yay. I mean, is that's he all I want. What, what is the problem with this? Like, is he going to be a lot of CGI? Is the technology not there yet? What does he look like? He looks like a green person with a... Like, like Martian Manhunter yeah, kind of look? Yeah, he's, sometimes he's got a glass skull. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's a robot. You could do whatever you want. You, you could figure it. it out with practical effects. It, would, it would be great. Now... That uh, documentary, uh, Death of Superman Lives, what Ooh. happened? That was pretty good. Like I was Brainiac supposed to be in that? Yeah, they were talking about even Walken playing him. What a fucking failure that whole thing is, huh? You watch that documentary, you kind of wish that movie existed. It's not. I know it wouldn't. Do, it wouldn't have been good. But right. I just wish it was in the lexicon and I could Something watch it. Different. Not yeah. Kevin Spacey playing Lex Luthor, which yeah. like I liked him doing that, but. Why? Why is Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor? Why do we keep doing this? Get Brainiac. Poor Brainiac's just fucking sidelined. I mean, I know, like, we've had the Scarecrow. We've had Bane twice. <laughs> Can we get one Brainiac? <laughs> yes. You're totally right. Oh, man. All but, right. But yeah, yeah. So um, we cut back to Selena, who's making her own, who's making all sorts of stuff. Um, Supergirl decides to go... She kind of just walks by a softball game at yes. Midvale High. Right. And is like, well, that looks like fun. I guess, and again, Mia Farrow is clutching on for life. Days to live. And let's just get it out of the way now. We never cut back to Argo in this movie. No, they're all dead. They're dead. She spends days here. It's weeks. like those, weeks. Those, I would say weeks. She that, enrolls in yeah. school. Oh, yeah. No, she's just, she's just wasting time here. But, and that's... <sighs> My God, when you're writing this movie and making this movie and you have the clock stipulation of your whole civilization has days to live, why does this character decide to enroll in high school with a, a fake How costume? Is, and it like, seems like now they're just copying Superman, I sure. know, but it's like for some reason she thinks she needs to take on a persona yeah, to so roam Earth. Maybe you can just take off your crazy costume, which I don't know how even materialized on get, you. Get some jeans and let's call it a day. Exactly. <laughs> some guest jeans, mm -hmm. a sharp t-shirt that you can tuck in because it's 1984. Oh, yeah. And do it to it. And buy a pack of cools just to fit in. <laughs> or actually Virginia Slims. I yeah. forgot it's Supergirl. <laughs> That's right. You can't do both. You could do one. You could say, oh, maybe she comes to Earth for a fucking fact-finding mission. Then she could do whatever. But if you have this thing where Mia Farrow's life is in the balance, yeah. you can't just dick around at high school. I think she's dead before she even enrolls in Oh, you school. think it's more of like, well, my mom's dead. Might as well, might as well get some Earth learning out of this deal. Exactly. My favorite portion of this whole sequence is when she goes to like the principal's office oh yeah and yeah. she's like i'm new here right because now she's through her superpowers she just now has a school uniform and she has dark hair to not be noticed yep i don't know what that's about sure like clark doesn't do that yeah clark doesn't he's not <laughs> he's not turning into a blonde guy oh my exactly. god that'd be great it's just the little curl in his hair is different and yeah. there's glasses yes I'm not putting a wig on but she walks into this dude's office, not thinking ahead. She doesn't even have a fake name yet. <laughs> no, yeah. She glances at a picture on the wall. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Robert E. Lee. 
Oh, excuse me. I'm General Robert E. Lee. <laughs> what is this principal's deal in Illinois where yeah. he's got a big poster why? of Robert E. Lee on the wall? Why? Why is that on this school administrator's wall? This guy loves fucking flying the stars and bars. <laughs> So Whatever, she becomes what? Lisa Lee? What Lisa, is she called? Linda, Linda Lee. Linda Lee. Yes. And oh, so then she... Real hillbilly she, name, by the way. <laughs> she's like, oh, you know, um, and the guy's like, look, I know everybody in this school, blah, blah, blah. I have to leave my office for one second. And then she goes and writes a little letter from... She forges documents. Way to go, Supergirl. First of all, how do... She, at, at points, she's like, what's a tree? But she knows how to fake Thank her you. way into Thank you. like. Thank you. And here is here is a big problem with the construction of this movie. A one of yeah. Well, because Superman knows how to behave like a human being at the Daily Planet. Because yep. as Clark Kent, he grew up living as a human yep. right, since he, he was a all baby. That time she comes in as an eighteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old girl, and all she knows is living in Argo. Yes. But she knows things like there's an electric typewriter, and this is what a letter of recommendation <laughs> is, and this is playing softball. And, and not the- only that, she forges Superman. Yeah. She forges Clark Kent's like whole signature. Which, is not for nothing, what does a letter of recommendation from some city news reporter have to do to get you into a private school? It doesn't have to do with anything. And I was thinking this whole time, like, did she forge a check, too? <laughs> yeah. Who's you're not getting, yeah, you're not getting room and board with Absolutely. just a letter from some, you know, lower level reporter of in in uh, oh, oh, Metropolis. It's a Daily Planet writer, eh? Well, you're not admitted to this school. <laughs> oh, that uh, newspaper that only reports about Superman. <laughs> Come right in. Well, I'm uh, David Brooks's cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and go on. <laughs> New York Times conservative columnist <laughs> yes. David Brooks. Um, For those new listeners, we talk about him every episode. Uh, yeah, drinking game. Pound him, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, coincidentally, at this school, somebody else, somebody else's cousin. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Lois Lane's little sister, Lucy Lane. Lucy Lane, who's a, a char- again a character from the comics. It's a real deal, really. But I don't know if she hangs around Supergirl. But it's like a. This is the point of my notes where I just wrote no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the actress Maureen Teefy. She was Doris in the Fame movie, if anybody remembers. And you know, she kind of has. Truth to casting, she's got Margot Kidder's cigarette teeth, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, it's another instance of there's no way that this like adult is a high school student, yes. you know. But she kind of looks like a little girl, so whatever, we'll cast her in this movie. And you know, she is kind of just doing a Margot Kidder, yep, impression of Lois Lane's of her Lois Lane performance, kind of a thing, which is a great performance. Um, it is, but it, this is annoying. It's like the Mad TV version of it. <laughs> And this is uh, when we we get the only the closest thing to a cameo in this movie, man, which yeah. is a publicity still from Superman. God knows what blown up, and uh, Lucy has it on the wall, and she's like, "That's my hero. That's Superman. Hey, you know that guy that kind of walks around like God? That's that guy." And like, apparently, uh, they also explain away Superman. Like, oh, it's it's one of my favorite bits. No, it's when it's back at that picnic scene when uh, they're they're sitting outside the car and the Omega Hedron comes or whatever, and Faye Dunaway's got the radio on, and it's just like, 
by the way, news reports say that Superman is off to some sort of intergalactic conference millions of light years away. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, all right, so Superman's definitely not in this movie. Oh, the Brainiac movie's happening. We can't see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. He's going into some sort of war negotiation with Brainiac in another universe. You don't see that. You get to see Supergirl hanging around in a dorm room massaging a picture of of, uh, Christopher Reeve. Which is because Christopher Reeve wanted nothing to do with this movie. I think he was like kind of tentatively signed on for it. And then he got the script and said, nope. Like, oh, Warlock? Because he was such a good guy. And it's just like, yeah, of course I'll do. Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, witches and invisible monsters, huh? Yeah, I'm busy. I have my own billion light years away mission to get to. Christopher Reeve has a better chance of showing up in this new Supergirl TV show than he did in this movie, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) You ain't wrong. And, you know, I'll tell you the other thing, too. This is 1984. Yeah. This is before uh, Crispin Glover sued for using his likeness in Back to the Future 2. Yeah. So guess what? Guaranteed he didn't see a dime for that fucking poster. No, they're like, oh, we gave you your career. <laughs> You're welcome. Ingrate. Is that the Salkins? I imagine. Yeah, I think so. So she, they become fast friends because they're like, hey, we're kind of related to people that we know each other. And because she's also passing herself off as not only is she Superman's real cousin, she's Clark Kent. has to be Clark Kent's cousin as well. Right, but what are the odds yes. that she goes into a random like boarding school and yeah. then is given a room assignment with? Lois Lane's sister. sister. Uh, I mean, what are the? It's 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 one in a galaxy, Eric. <laughs> it's cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> or it might be witchcraft. I don't know. Peter O'Toole's watching from the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Twisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pa- he's passing a glass of water with Alistair Crowley. <laughs> Since now, dark magic is canon. Yes. Alan Moore's there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Cast that spell. The, yeah, the the demon from those sinister movies. <laughs> or, insidious. insidious. Yeah, sorry, pardon me. Darth Maul himself. <laughs> all the all the goblins are there. Zod eventually. It's a real goblin conference in oh, the Phantom Zone. Zod would already be there, right? Well, that's the other thing. Other people are like, "Oh, cool! It's a new Kryptonian. That's pretty awesome." The last time a Kryptonian showed up on Earth, the president relinquished his power on national television. <laughs> All right, you know what? Yeah, I yeah. think I'd be a little wary of new Kryptonians. But, but I was also just thinking, like Zoltar's in the Phantom Zone. Isn't Zod in the Phantom Zone? No, he gets he murdered dead? at He's the end dead. of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is any of those guys in there? He, I think he kind of murders them all. He the murders of, them all? Yeah. Like Shit, they, I need to what? rewatch I thought, too. didn't they go to uh, it, them banging on the glass? Isn't that... That's the, the end of the first one. That's the fir- In the first one, they, they break out. At the end, he tricks them in the Fortress of Solitude and like oh. body slams them into nothing. Oh, oh right. right. They kind of fall off that cliff. And you don't know... I mean, like maybe there's a big jail down there, but I think they're all no, dead. No, they're just right. dead. It's the pit at the bottom of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping that Some like zeros down there dead. <laughs> I was just hoping that there was another Kryptonian in that Phantom Zone that could be like, "Hey, freshman." <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. Ta- we'll get to it. Uh, he talks about like murder. Oh, my ne- next door neighbors, the murderers. Uh, but so whatever. I mean, she, she she becomes fast friends. Another piece of and like um, at this point. To give Selena anything to do, anything aside from like staring at this rock that she puts inside of a dragon and cooking up chicken with a battery, um, she falls in love with Hart Bachner, who's the gu- the 
the gardener at this gra- this school. Also, Peter Cook works at the school. The Peter school- Cook is a math teacher. Math teacher by day, warlock by night. <laughs> Which I That's living, man. Hey, you know what? That's living. That makes sense. Yeah. That's uh, multiple <laughs> equations. Dealing, dealing, dealing with numbers during the day, dealing with spells at Ooh, night. Which I call dark numbers. <laughs> or also known as odd or prime numbers. <laughs> yes. A prime number is a pretty dark number, man. Oh, yeah. can only be divided by one in itself. That's creepy. Terrifying <laughs> shit. So she falls in love and she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to use my new toy to get myself this hunk of man meat. And you know what? I'm okay, fine. Like it's you know you're objectifying a man again. It's a it's a movie for women or kind of sort of for women. Objectify so like, the fuck out of him. I don't care. Exactly. Show me those buns. I whatever. want a blood sacrifice. <laughs> yes. I mean, eventually I start- use those buns for a blood sacrifice. First, objectify them though. You're putting witches in this movie. I better see. Hart Bachner with his shirt off with some dagger cutting through his nipple. <laughs> yes. Causing like some type of ghoulish monster. I don't know. Yeah, you're totally right. And by the way, Hart Bachner passed for life for directing PCU. Oh, he directed that? Oh, wow. Yeah. He also plays the cokehead in Die Hard 1. I knew that. He played... Ennis or Ellis, whatever his name now is. Now he's a national hero to me. He <laughs> does a voice in Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, uh, really? Uh, does he reprise this role? No, he does not. <laughs> he's the hunky guy in Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Hey, Batman, I'm your gardener, Hart Bachner. <laughs> I, uh, or Ethan in this movie. Yes. Almost had sex with your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> or your, your buddy's cousin. Who? Batman's like, you got into that, huh? <laughs> um, I know uh, s- some like low level mafia guy that like the Joker winds up killing. It's kind of a chilling scene. The guy like who dies laughing on, on the bed there. Oh, that's Hart Bachner. Oh, yeah. is it really? Yeah. That's Batman Mask of the Phantasm is a fantastic DC a plus plus. Um, and uh, so she, she falls. She's like, oh, I'm going to use a magic spell on him. And. I'm going to, she like brings him over to her, her house to do some gardening. Yeah. And I feel like this guy's gotten drugged before a couple of times. Yeah. He's like he's, naive. He fights it pretty hard too. Like he's been down this road before. What I appreciate is she offers him a big can of Schlitz. Yeah. You saw that it's Schlitz malt liquor. Oh. I guess the Schlitz had malt liquor back then, not just regular beer. <sighs> what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so she's like, before you do this gardening at my haunted amusement park, <laughs> Uh, by, by the way, anyone <laughs> invites me to do anything at a haunted amusement park, I see that, I'm turning around. Or at least get the money up front. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. It's pre-cell phones, man. You can't take that chance. Yeah, you're you totally right. You can't step right. foot on a haunted amusement park no. with some and, creepy lady. And she's like, before you you know, weed my garden or whatever's going on or trim my hedges, uh, let's have a beer. Let's celebrate your presence with a beer. <laughs> and he's like, well, hey, a beer. Which is great, because he's just a dumb dude, so he's going to take a beer from a pretty lady. And she's drugged it with magic. We see her making some sort of dumb snail's tail spell or some (laughs) shit. Who could possibly care? And he's, like, drugged and kind of falls into the haunted house part of this amusement park. Yes. And and it's weird. It's kind of like the scene in Ghostbusters 2 when Ernie Hudson's in the subway. There's, like, decapitated heads all over the place. It's funny because, like, the spell is like, and when he wakes up, 
the first person he sees he's going to fall in love with. That's, oh, and they spell that out so clearly. Yeah, but you know what? There's some logistical bullshit with oh, all Oh, you think this. so? Yeah, just a little bit. Because <laughs> he looks at Nigel. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. is he, So he escapes. He's like, what happened? And he runs out of there, and he's like drunk walking down the street in Midvale, and he's looking at dudes left and right. Yes, there's just there's like people dudes honking everywhere. at him like, hey, get out of the street, moron. Yeah, it's dude after dude after dude. Here's the thing. It's 1984, and that didn't happen yet. <laughs> <laughs> According to Emperor Reagan's statistics, that didn't happen. Oh yeah, that's yet. right. It, it makes him. I mean, it, it it drugs him, but it doesn't make him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's magic, but he's not crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's ridic- It's ridiculous because he sees a million dudes, and I think women too. But like, yeah, yeah. At this point, um, uh, coinciding with him walking into town, just trying to get away from this crazy old witch, um, <laughs> uh, Lois, uh, sorry, Lucy Lane, yes, is please. hanging out with Linda Lee, Lind- Linda Lee, and the world's creepiest uh, interloper, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, he's taking a page out of Zoltar's book here oh, yeah. because. So it's like a it's like a holiday weekend. Like yeah. Supergirl enrolls in private school right before a three day weekend. Great and, timing. Oh sure, and uh, Columbus Day. <laughs> she's just like uh, like Lucy's like, hey, you know, I live in Midvale. It's only five miles from the campus. Uh, we're gonna get together with a bunch of friends, including a good friend of mine that I think you might know. His name's Jimmy Olsen. And I'm like, wait a minute, these girls are in high school. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen's played by the dude who plays Dave McFly. That Mark guy's McClure. not in high school. What? Mark McClure. Mark McClure. That guy's definitely not in high school. Oh, but he's coming to this rando town to hang out. Yeah. Oh, he'll drive cross counties. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Don't cross state lines, Jimmy Olsen. Then the rub gets even deeper. Jimmy Olsen's working a full-time job at the Daily Planet. He yep. looks like he's at least in his mid-30s. He's an employed adult. He's an employed mm-hmm. adult. He's got He's got a <laughs> Perry White's not hiring anyone without a bachelor's degree. I doubt it. Oh, absolutely. And you need you need a thick portfolio, too, for Perry White to hire you. And he's just, like, talking up Lois Lane's little sister. I don't think Lois knows what's going on No, no, here. no, no, no. She's nope. too brassy. How, what, how is it? Like, how could you face Lois? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Monday through Friday and be like, Putting your hat on on Friday afternoon and being you, you, you like, give it to this old golly shucks routine. Yeah. Oh, golly shucks. Sorry, Superman and Lois. I can't go out for a drink tonight. I've got uh, 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 a sick mother. <laughs> and then he drives out there. Yeah. Picks I, up a six pack of wine coolers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Condoms. Maybe. Jimmy Olsen. It's stars 1984. In, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Jimmy Olsen stars in Hard Candy. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, it, it's weird. It's incredibly weird. I mean, like, I understand the impulse again. Like, you can't, everyone can't be somebody's cousin. You know what I mean? You got to have some continuity. Like, well, Jimmy Olsen, I guess he's dating but Lucy. No, I, would, no, I, I understand <laughs> how this world is related to the world of Superman. Yes. I don't need Jimmy Olsen starring in statutory rape-a-rama <laughs> to make that connection of the two worlds. I think it's it would, fine. It would be better if it wasn't Lois's little sister. It was just some r- other random girl that he's targeted. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, don't you live in Metropolis? Yeah, I've got an aunt in Midvale, though. <laughs> oh, according to these uh, 
these uh, toll booth records, Mr. Olson. Uh, you were seen driving to Midvale in the middle of the night six consecutive weeks in a row. Because, you know, honestly, this target of his, yeah. I'm going to say target. <laughs> that's what this You're is. definitely allowed to do that. It's too close to Superman, mm-hmm. and you know what Superman can do. What yep. are you doing? Dude, if Clark slash Superman finds out what's going on, you're going to get turned into a pretzel. <laughs> or left in, in I, the Phantom Zone or this, anything. This dude is a shutter bug. What if, <laughs> well, you know, with that x-ray vision of Superman, he could probably see what's on uh, unexposed negatives. And if he doesn't kill you, he will End your life in Metropolis. Like, you're finished in this town. Superman's pal, Jeffrey Jones. (laughs) Nobody needs that shit. And that's that's exactly what's happening. Jimmy Olsen is heading straight for his own troubles. He's a shutterbug, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Superman... Gets upset. He'll probably snap his neck. <laughs> for, for, he can't let it come out that this guy was his associate, you know? Oh, it's yeah. going to ruin that whole all-American innocence angle. Remember that terrifying scene at the end of Superman 1 when he gets pissed that Lois Lane dies and he lets out that terrifying shriek? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, the xenomorph and alien when they're just yelling at people. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen to J- Jimmy Olsen. He's oh, gonna, yeah. He's going to, you what? Like that, I've seen what this guy would do to a, to someone that just sits in his chair at a diner. <laughs> You're totally right. right. I mean, what is he gonna do when he Dude. finds out that low his lo- the love of his life, the love of everything, her little sisters yep. being. I don't even want to know by this guy. Preyed upon by this coworker of his that he doesn't really like all that much. No, it's a- an easy decision for Superman to make. Oh, yeah. He's easy decision. Punt this guy out in outer space. Oh, yeah, dude. He's going to kick him He's in the gonna- balls like Supergirl did to Matt Frewer. <laughs> so hard, he'll fly into outer space and then into inner space. <laughs> And then Peter O'Toole finds him, and he's like, oh, hello, comrade. <laughs> Welcome to Pervert Commune. <laughs> We're inside Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Monday morning comes around. Jimmy Olsen's, like, making some bad, like, you know, Chinese food in the microwave. <laughs> and Clark Kent comes over and he's like, Never saw garbage eat garbage before. <laughs> like, oh no, that means it's about to go down. Oh yeah, dude, that's when Jimmy Olsen just throws himself out a window. <laughs> I mean, did you guys? All right, speaking of like this extended version that I think I watched the longest of. Sure, uh, I, I watched the Lawrence of Arabia cut of this movie. <laughs> Uh, did you guys have all the scenes of Supergirl getting bullied by this other girl at school, yes. including oh, yeah. like the locker room shenanigans, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. where she's like trying to prank them by like turning the like it's amazing because she's like I'm gonna turn this water boiling hot and like the sidekick is like I don't know Bertha if you do that they might get scalded yeah. why don't you just make it cool and then Supergirl like hears all this and like melts a bunch of pipes or something and they get all sprayed with hot water it's creepy well she says like if they burn they burn it's oh like, yeah Whoa, Bertha <laughs> relax <laughs> And yeah, it seemed pretty insignificant to the movie, so I wanted to see <laughs> if you guys had it. It means nothing and comes to nothing. This bully's never talked about again. So Hart Bachner whirls into town. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's really trying to get to third base with a 14-year-old girl. They're meeting up at the town's hot spot, which, did you catch it? It's a Popeye's chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? We're yeah. hanging out at a Popeye's chicken. That's where all the kids in Midvale go when they're not at school, is a Popeye's chicken. And that's like... Jimmy Olsen, I don't want to have an adult see me. Yes. I'm going to go to the fast food restaurant with these. Also, 
Kids love fast food. Cheap date. Yeah. Cheap date. Oh, yeah. cheap he is date. just a lowly photographer at a newspaper. And Hart Bachner's walking around confused, and Jimmy Olsen's like, no, 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 don't worry about that, girls. Let's go inside. He totally is like, let's go back inside and eat. Food's getting cold. Meanwhile, this poor man yeah. is like clueless. He's in a fucking fugue state of his own, yeah. wandering the street. No one in this town of Midvale is helping him. Everyone no. is driving by, honking the horn. I thought the Midwest was supposed to be nice. <laughs> I thought people were nice to each other. I think Brian Dennehy and David Caruso are about to load up a car and run this hip, this hobo out of town. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> this hobo vet. Enough's enough. Comes back here, gets spit on, <laughs> run out of town. A b- nonsense happens where Celine makes a fucking bulldozer come to life. Oh, man. It's like this, a backhoe or something. Yeah, this runaway backhoe. Who could care. This sequence takes forever. It's long as shit. Supergirl basically winds up uh, saving him and the first person he sees even though it's the 90th person he sees yeah. is her and he's like, I'm in la 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 love with you. And he starts talking all flowery and whatever else nonsense. Yeah, I, becomes- I thought this was a love spell, not a love slash poetry spell, okay? Stupid movie. And again, I think it's trying to appeal to teenage girls, like that idea of like, oh my God, he's such a sweet guy, and like, you know, which is fine again, but let's pick a movie and make it. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Uh, later on, uh, Celine sends an invisible monster out to kill Supergirl. That's kind of fun. So this is like Supergirl goes back to the dorm because, mm-hmm. like, Lucy Lane's going off with Jimmy Olsen. For They're going to a party. There's a party going oh. on. You know who's going to buy uh-huh. everyone beer? Yeah. Yep. Oh, exactly. And you know what? He's excited to be, for once in his life, the hero of the party. I- See, Jimmy Olsen just had to wait till he was out of high school for 15 years. Then he can go to high school parties and be the king of the party. Right, because he was the nerd. You know, you know, this guy got some swirlies and stuff. Oh, sure, but nowadays, guy. dude, he's paying for that Popeye's chicken, buying beer oh, yeah. at the. Con- no, you know what he's store? doing though? He's doing the thing. He's like, all right, guys, cool. I'll, I'll get you guys two thirty racks. Ten bucks from all of you. It's like ten people. He, he pockets a little for himself. Oh, oh well, you know, making the trip worthwhile. Listen, here's the thing: Gas if money. anyone has purchased beer for underage kids, you gotta take a fee. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> You're putting your life on the line, man. You gotta take a fee. Fair enough. A little bit for you, a little bit for me. <laughs> exactly. I got something for myself. Oh, I'll do it, but I'll. I, I need a taste. Yeah, I need, I need a taste of that cut. But so see, that's why though long? I don't think Jimmy Olsen's ripping anybody off because his taste, his reward, oh, is man. the love of Lucy Lane. Mm-hmm. Right. That's well, all. So how many kids have you bought uh, beer for? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Andrew, sit down, sit down, have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say have, that uh, some lemonade. <laughs> in having several older people buy beer for me, yes, 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 that's the system that was always in place, and that was always fair. Yeah, you you're putting your life on, on yeah. the line. No, I per- I've had people approach me about it twice in my life, and both times I've laughed in their face and not done anything. <laughs> not gonna, about it. What am I going to do? No, well, who are you? I don't. I'm not putting yeah. my life on the line for you. Nobody approaches me. <laughs> they know <laughs> they, the deal. They could spot a square. <laughs> so this invisible monster comes to attack Super, Supergirl oh, right. at the at the at dorm. the dormitory, and it's almost a good fight scene, but not really. Is it? No. Here's the thing: when you don't want to show a monster because you blew a million dollars on a credit <laughs> sequence, you make it an invisible monster. Horse shit alert, everybody. Yes, yes. It's one of the things where, like, there's trees falling down and a fence got stepped on. And Supergirl's looking out the window like, shouldn't there be a monster about here? (laughs) And what she does, again, 
this alien has no knowledge of how the planet Earth works. She grabs a lamppost, flies up into a thunderstorm, has lightning strike it a bunch of times so it builds up lightning inside it sure. or something, flies back down and jabs this thing with it. You know what I would have appreciated and it doesn't happen in this movie? Throw some punches. You know, yeah. you, you're, you're a Kryptonian. You yeah. can knock that thing's block off. Totally. Let's... You kicked that dude in the balls and he went flying. Mm-hmm. Kick that monster in the balls. <laughs> I think his grandma had a heart attack when that happened. It hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but she just kind of jabs at this thing, and it's like, never mind, and just like <laughs> runs away. And she's like, ha, huh, another job done for Supergirl. It sucks. She's not very good, right, Helen Slater? She's okay. She's fine. I mean, she was she, better as Becky Gelke on Seinfeld. I think that it doesn't, she doesn't have, and it's, it's the screenplay's fault, like, those first two Superman movies are really well written and like, you get Christopher Reeve doing both angles. Like it's like I'm, you know, my body looks this way when I'm Clark Kent. My body right. looks that way when I'm whatever. And he does a good job with the physicality of like he walks different yep. when he's Clark Kent. That whole thing. She's just kind of now my hair is brown. Yeah, yeah. And, like, n- neither of them like neither of them is more confident or anything. It's just sort of like. Well, that's to also, be fair, also, I mean, she's just working, you know, with this director who's exactly. not helping her out at all. Sure, There's sure, no sure. direction. Um, do you think, by the way, speaking of Becky Gelke? Uh, do you think Jerry Seinfeld was like, wait a minute? Like he was in the casting room one day and he was like, I think that's the woman that played Supergirl. Larry David cast that woman immediately. Guaranteed. So, yeah, it took me a second to place out of the Desians Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> character has slept with. Yes. <laughs> okay, no, she was in the last episode? No. That's an episode where they deal with something called the Good Samaritan Law. The episode in question is called the Good Samaritan. It's where Jerry sees somebody well, somebody bump into a car and drive off, and he fo- er- so he makes up oh, a story right. about how he followed yeah. the person or something. Yeah, it's an early episode. Yeah, and like confronts. The- he tells this big story or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then it, you know it's it's proven to be false. But I believe, if I'm remembering right, yeah. Becky Galke is the character whose car was bumped into, and Jerry feeds her the line of bullshit. Or is it he falls in love? With the person, and it's her. I don't remember. <laughs> Either way, the, Helen Slater was in this episode yes. uh, called The Good Samaritan. Also, she was the woman in City Slickers who Daniel Stern's trying to get with the whole time. Good luck, Daniel Stern. <laughs> Good luck, real life Daniel Stern. This is Be- Becky Gelke we're talking about here. <laughs> Helen got this is Supergirl. <laughs> For Christ's sakes. You I were mean, just the Reverend in Chud. I mean, a lot of stuff happens that I don't think we need to get into. No, not at all. Basically, she gets um, Supergirl confronts Selena, and for some reason, Selena knows what the Phantom Zone is. Sure. Hey, sure. And sucks her into the and Phantom Zone. And sucks her into the Phantom Zone using the glass shield thing. Yes. She gets wrapped up in that, just yep. like Terrence Stamp yeah. and, the, and the gang. And she gets sucked away into the Phantom Zone, and she wakes up on like a hell planet, because we've never actually seen, which is fun. We've never seen the, see, the inside of the, the Phantom Zone. This is something I, I gave to this movie. I was like, oh, cool. You don't see the Phantom Zone in any of the other movies. That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. And it's like a wasteland and whatnot. I didn't catch Peter O'Toole's line about bad neighbors. Well, he did, when basically she's like walking through Endor and falls into a, a, a swamp <laughs> lake or whatever. And gets up to her face and is about to die and somebody pulls her out because she doesn't have superpowers because there's no yellow sun. Right. Sorry, everybody. And uh, she gets pulled out by Peter O'Toole. And he's got this weird habit on this planet where he's like, Sure, you won't have a squirt. Once you get used to it, I think it's delicious. Squirt. Oh, S- squirt. squirt. Oh, you my God. Squirt? 
Hey, hey, Eric, how about oh. a squirt? Oh, put it in my mouth. Squirt. Steve, would you like a squirt? <laughs> he just says squirt he's like the a, first couple times. He's, like he's kind of crazy now. Addicted to like... It's like some Phantom juice. Zone hooch, man. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going on. It's like, yeah, it's moonshine <laughs> brewed locally in the yeah. Phantom Zone. I think he's just drinking his own he, urine. He made it. Yeah, he made <laughs> yes. it in the prison toilet. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, Supergirl, would you like a squirt? <laughs> it's disgusting. So that's what he that, squirts in her mouth. Yes, that's that she is what like happens. It. She yeah, she's. It's like tasting it's like, alcohol. Oh, you'll acquire a taste for it soon enough. Yeah, it he's, tastes like garbage until it's delicious. For some reason, he's on such hard times. He's been out there for. I think the idea is like you know it takes you know time, time moves different. Yes, but he still only has a five o'clock shadow. Like it's. I was hoping for a big old Noah beard. Yeah, me too. Actually, he somehow looks like. In every Doctor Doom origin story, when he first gets fucked over yeah. by how whichever translation you're reading, mm-hmm. and he's just like ragged and he's got a cloak on, yeah. like that's what Peter O'Toole <laughs> looks like. But you're right; it's only a five o'clock shadow. He needs a Noah beard. He needs to look haggard as hell. But it's Peter O'Toole, and he doesn't give a shit about being in Supergirl. So he's like, you know what? I just won't shave for a day or two. That's the most you're getting out of me. This super girl movie. <laughs> super what? Super stupid. <laughs> I can make bad jokes and they'll be better than the dialogue in your screenplay. And he's just like, he's talking about, oh, it's a, it's a life of hell here, Supergirl. Squirt. But- <laughs> By the way, thanks for ruining my life. <laughs> I was pretty... S- squirt. <laughs> I was doing pretty okay in Argo. I had my bags packed for quite a vacation. You made that fucking butterfly that destroyed everything. By the way, everyone's dead. (laughs) It's been an eternity for me, but it's definitely been at least seven days for you. You had two to save the Argo city. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Our civilization is now officially down to two. Me and you. (laughs) Squirt, squirt, I'm going to be dead in five minutes anyway, and you'll be the last Kryptonian. And he Unless does. your cousin comes back from that international conference or whatever. There was a guy when I worked at a, at a gym in college that would drink this big, it was in a Poland spring bottle. Squirt? Uh-huh. Squirt, and it was a big thing of yellow liquid that looked like urine, and he was kind of crazy. And he, yeah. It's and probably I was, urine. I thought it was. I like. I no one could check. You can't be like, "Hey, man, can I smell whatever is in that bottle?" Excuse me, sir. I'm going to need to smell your bottle. <laughs> did he have a ponytail? He did. And he had a long, crazy beard. Yeah. Because um, I grew up in like a hippie area, you know. Right? Sure, like, sure, sure. People might know this, but you know, I grew up in near Woodstock, New York, and huh. um, I did know a guy growing up who oh. had a ponytail. Uh huh. Who adamantly drank his own urine? <laughs> what was he like telling squirt? people in the town square? Yeah, squirt, he, squirt. He, people, you know, there's <laughs> squirt. <laughs> it's like new agey, like oh, this is the new health craze. Like, don't you guys know? Yes, I missed that don't you, one. But don't it's you waste. You... It's just waste. Was well, he just? A... You, but here's the thing: is you can still use it uh-huh. one more round or two more rounds. Oh, I wow. think. <laughs> Before was he it's um, totally waste? Was <laughs> squirt? he uh, squirt squirt squirt? Was he the world's <laughs> biggest Waterworld fan? <laughs> like, uh, the Maybe. opening moments of that movie is Kevin Costner Here's, drinking urine. I didn't spend too much time with him. He was a friend <laughs> too of too much time. He was a friend of a friend. I think it might have been a Jimmy Olsen type of. <laughs> oh, I see what's going yeah, on. I see. Squirt. 
<laughs> so it turns out that there's actually a way to just walk out of the Phantom <laughs> and he's Zone. He's never fucking got the gumption to do it. Exactly. And it, all it is is like a slit in the fabric of whatever the squirt you're talking about. <laughs> And he's like, I can take you there. We have to make it or something. Is that right, director? Something? It's or something? <laughs> Fantastic. Let's go on a journey. A they... journey fit for Tolkien <laughs> with your super girl script. You know, I think I'd like to play Squirtle at one point. <laughs> Could do the voice. Squirtle? Squirtle, Squirtle. That sounds good, doesn't it? Squirt. <laughs> so it's that was, like that was the dragon, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a that's a, that a Pokemon. Oh, that's okay. A Pokemon. Sure. Yeah, Squirtle. Why was I also thinking of a dragon with a similar sounding name? Well, what are smog. we thinking? Smog. Sm- oh yeah, maybe I was thinking of Smaug. Anyway, Squirt. Squirt the dragon, my precious Squirt. <laughs> See. Uh, this show makes no sense. <laughs> this movie makes no sense. So yeah, it's just like, oh, it's a life of pain here. If you don't want to go through that gate over there, which I don't. It's hello, Supergirl. My life is pain. There's been a sign on the gate for eternity that says, back in five. <laughs> no one's ever flipped it around, Supergirl. So I've just been sitting here. It's a mountain that you go up, and there's it's, it's there's like ca- a blood tornado behind you. Like I don't know what's going on. It's a little uh, Dark Knight Rises. It's been Rasa, Rasa. You know, you oh. got to <laughs> climb the mountain, and he's never had the gumption to do it. You're totally right. Oh man, well they do it. Peter O'Toole falls off and dies, and she gets out. Well, because Selena could see them. She's watching it on fucking bullshit cable or something. Yeah, she's magic. Got, cable? She's got a magic mirror because she's an evil witch. Because this oh. movie's stupid. Well, what also is happening when she goes away? Right, Supergirl gets sent to the Phantom Zone. Superman is galaxies away because he heard that he heard they were making a Supergirl movie. <laughs> so he's like, get, get me the fuck off the planet. Now let me pause you right there for a second. So the, we are told that it's like billions of miles away. Blibbity blow. Sure, sure. So he's like a a long ways away from our sun. Yes. How is he staying powered up to get back to Earth? Oh, oh yeah, Superman. Wait, That's a good question. There's other suns. They're called stars. So he just it, it's is not, it any star? No, it's Steve. yellow. You need a yellow sun. Well, all right. Well, so you maybe don't I guess think there's, there's other, other well, yellow yeah, suns. You don't think there's other yellow suns out there? I don't know. You think you're special? I ain't seen it. <laughs> I mean, they never <laughs> squirt. <laughs> Precisely. Um. But while this is happening, Selena crowns herself queen of the earth. Dude, she's got a hit squad out of <laughs> nowhere. There's secret police in this movie for no Dude, reason. It's Gestapo. Apparently, the president is dead. Yep. Like, he, the- he probably renounced again power. Yet again. Oh, uh, no. Sorry, everybody. Well, first it was this space monster. Now it's just this evil witch. But all the same, I'm renouncing the president. Does this, uh, does the Superman movies take place in France? <laughs> I'm going to dust off the oldies from now on. I'm wondering. <laughs> Straight I mean, from 2003. Did that guy run for re-election after the Kryptonian invasion? I, you don't, can't. Th- I don't think you can come back from that politically. <laughs> no, That's really career can't. suicide. Yeah. 
You let aliens bully you out of office. Yeah, bending over for Terrence Stamp on national television. Yeah. You can't come back and have a war on drugs. Like, I apologize. Let me tell you, Pullman, President Pullman from Independence oh, yeah, Day. He's, oh, yeah. oh, he got at least two more terms. They changed the rules. Yes, exactly. Because it was an alien invasion by scary monsters. Oh, wow. This was Terrence Stamp being very polite about taking over the world. Yes. And you're right, Steve. That's, this dude just bent over. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, so like the whole world is over with. She still stays in, again, she stays in Midvale. She doesn't go to LA. She doesn't go to New York. Midvale, the new capital of the world, baby. (laughs) Midvale, Illinois. (laughs) She doesn't go to Hong Kong. She actually makes a mountain in Midvale. And everyone's like, hey, where'd that mountain come from? (laughs) Jimmy Olsen, again, they come out of this Popeye's chicken again. And you're like, what is is this guy doing? No, I was like, is this, are we to believe? Go to work. I don't care if Superman's off planet. Go to work. Dude, first of all, it's a holiday weekend. Second of all, Columbus I was like, Day. is this the same? <laughs> it's Columbus Day. Useless. Useless holiday in America. Uh, no, is it the same day or is he eating at that Popeye's chicken again? Well, we might as well just go back. <laughs> yeah, I got, the, I got this whole book of coupons. <laughs> Oh, God. This guy's a creep. And let me say, Popeye's is better than KFC, but there's no reason to eat But it's still garbage. (laughs) You're still eating garbage. It's Midvale, dude. What else is there? Is there a Red Lobster? Because I'm not eating there. Hey, are you Olsen? I got a collect call from out of space. Oh, yeah, sure. Never heard. Never saw a garbage eat garbage before. (laughs) God damn you, Superman. My favorite line in all those movies. Um, oh, garbage eat garbage. It's great. Uh, so, Supergirl, like, uh, Selena, while she's watching him from... By the way, Hart Bachner becomes her love slave and all this shit. Sure, why not? He's got a fancy velvet tuxedo on. Who cares? Right, it's fucking Supergirl. Let's a, do it. A lot of, yes, darling. Yes, darling. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a guest God. mistress or whatever the fuck. And, and this obnoxious, what's her name? Blanche? Bianca. Bianca, this Bla- idiot number two. <laughs> Blanche. Dude, I said they're the Golden Girls. I, so know. I named another I'm one. just... You don't think Bianca's a Blanche, though? Is yeah, that she, what oh, you're saying? You know what? I want to... I think, I'm, I'm saying she's not. She's not. Yeah. She's not. She's not getting out there more and mingling. I think Celine is more the Blanche, and yeah. Bianca might be the Betty White. Oh, she's yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah. She's, yeah. And, and she kind of, you know, just yells dumb opinions. <laughs> Ma. <laughs> That's, well, that wasn't Betty White. That's that Dorothy. was a. All oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a good. That was the youngest one that. Was the oldest one, right? Yeah, you, that was a no, no. B. Arthur, B. You, Arthur you, you, yells Ma, right? yeah. But the I was thinking of Ma oh, Estelle Getty, Estelle Getty, Estelle yeah. Getty, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, almost all of them, <laughs> except for Betty White. She's got a game show or something. Do you shit. think they were from Krypton? <laughs> what, they the are Golden Girls, Golden. Maybe the Earth's yellow sun <laughs> kept them alive in Florida or wherever for I, that long. I think they. Explored that in Golden Palace, but nobody got into it. <laughs> Andrew, Golden Palace? Golden Palace? It's a terrible spinoff that I got yelled at on the subway one time for trashing in public. <laughs> You've had to have told that story, right? Yeah. I maybe did. We were on the A train and yeah. some dude was like, it's a cultural thing. You're too young to appreciate it. I was like, no, I've seen like five episodes of it. It's terrible. And the Golden Girls is great. And you're an idiot. And it was like three stops before I thought to say any of that to that guy. He was long gone. <laughs> 
So Celine's watching, and she's watching. She knows Supergirl's the only person that could destroy her queendom at this point. Oh, sure. So she's, like, throwing all sorts of fireballs at him and, like, nonsense. And oh. Peter O'Toole's like, oh, really? One more <laughs> indignity, eh? Fireball to the face. <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> Once more into the breach. <laughs> squirt, squirt. And yeah, he, I mean, he, like we said, he falls to his death. She, Ixman Raza's out of the cave. And this is, she like gets to the light and she like puts her hands on her hips. It's kind of like very Peter Pan esque yeah. here. And this is the closest this theme song comes to the John Williams score. Yeah, it gets really close. I was like, wow, you're like a, 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 a mustache hair away from fucking this up. <laughs> oh. Can't so- sue myself. I'm Ilyar Salkin. I own them both. <laughs> So she, like, flies back through Selena's window, like, immediately. And everyone's in cages at this point. Jimmy Olsen and Lucy Lane and Nigel, who's kind of, like, I guess a redemptive villain or something. Right, well, he gets the shaft because he's got this, like, uh, little wand thing. Of dark magic. Yeah. On top of the other thing that she had, which was whatever. Right, well, she combines both of them. She yeah. fucks him over. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. teach me how to use this thing. And then she's like... Yoink. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And steals this thing. So all three of them are in cages. And Nigel has the foresight to be like, uh, oh, yeah, hanging in cages from the ceiling, Selena. Real original. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, fuck you, movie I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter Cook says, fuck you, stupid movie. <laughs> in a cage. Now, this is this is where some... <laughs> This is where some of the dumbest shit happens in this movie because she's like trying to get them down and whatnot. And Selena starts making the floor shake and it's like hot, hot lava, hot lava. And I'm like, just just fly, Supergirl. Yep. Just elevate above it. Instead, she's like falling over like, whoa, shaky floor. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just lift off the ground. We saw you do it for five minutes with those horses at the beginning. Or bathe in the lava and be like, I'm from Krypton, you asshole. I drink this shit. <laughs> Glug, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. Squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> How is it that a witch can one-up a Kryptonian? Doesn't make any it's sense. It's so stupid. So, yeah, a bunch of nonsense happens, and then Selena contacts the devil to fight Supergirl. What are we doing? I mean, this is a level 12 stupid shit alert. Now, do they actually say the devil? Or no. Is, they say, like, shadow? Yeah, oh, I, I summon shadow or shadow beast. The shadow it, beast. It's a, a hell beast. Yes. Oh, it's just a big demon-looking right. thing. It's so gigantic. It's, so we're putting up the supermen and ladies against the bowels of hell. <laughs> Pretty much. Cerebus, practically. It's, it's great to know that both those things exist they in are. this universe, that <laughs> sure. we have uh, the hell. Magic and Christian hell both <laughs> exist in this world, yes. And it just, you know, like, again, what I want her to do is knock this thing's fucking teeth out, right? You know, this is yes. my... And make them eat it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Squirt, squirt. I'm going <laughs> to shit in your mouth, demon, because I'm from fucking Krypton, and I don't take that shit. I'm yep. telling you, if she shit in this thing's mouth... Oh, yeah. It'd be a recommend. Five stars. Oh, yeah. Five stars. It would redeem the whole film. <laughs> totally. Like, if she just busted its teeth down its throat... <laughs> yep. And then sat on there and did the stuff, Dude, man. Hot lunch this demon. <laughs> Do it. 
and take to and it. then take his fucking lunch money and take a picture of it and send it to his demon mother and say your fucking huh. son's garbage. And then Supergirl could have a line that could trump Superman. Yeah. Huh. Never seen shitty shit before. <laughs> and then Nigel goes, quite literally, eat shit. And then she zaps him to the Phantom Zone. Because yeah, sure, because why not? that guy now. Totally. Everyone's going to the Phantom Zone. Send them all. Jimmy Olsen, I think, belongs there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, pedophiles can go to the Phantom Zone, absolutely. Well, Zoltar lives there. <laughs> He's the king of the Phantom Zone. Man, I, so whatever she would, but she doesn't beat this thing. Like there's like no, she kicks he, it in the shin. Well, she there's magic going on. She's like, oh, I'm so weak. And then like Peter O'Toole's like, believe in yourself. Out of nowhere, <laughs> yes. he Obi Wan Kenobi's her, yes. and it is uncalled yes. for. You haven't built up that that's possible in this that, universe. Yeah, it's a total run, Luke, run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would think I was crazy if I was Luke Skywalker. I'm like, oh, fuck, that old man made me crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would put that lightsaber up to my head and turn it on. <laughs> Dude, Let's fry these brains. And by the way, note to rotten. Disney executives who are definitely listening, that's what I want to see. In one of these, these darn Star Wars movies that you're making, fucking lightsaber suicide. Yeah. I want to nice. see it happen. Yes. Let's it say was, man. It totally be beautiful. Blast it through your head. You look like Steve Martin doing the arrow <laughs> bit for two seconds, and then you fall down dead. Amazing Star Wars death. That'd you're welcome. Hey, Disney, you're welcome. It would be great. <laughs> you can sell that T-shirt before uh, the movie comes out, too. <laughs> so uh, so this monster's, like, dead. It's dead, and then, she like... Sends, she sends Selena and Blanche into, the, into a mirror. Yes, which That's I think not is the... the it's not is the, it? I think I it's supposed to be. Yes. Because she, doesn't she come out of the mirror to, or whatever? No, yes, she, she, no, she breaks through just her patio door. Yeah. In this castle. Know, she just flies through an outside door. Uh, I, for, all right. For, for brevity, I'm going to say it's the Phantom. I, think I don't door, know where else think, it could be. I, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's Cleveland. Who knows? I, I, could, I couldn't <laughs> possibly. <laughs> don't worry about it, Midvale. It's Cleveland's problem now. <laughs> don't you know that every mirror goes to Cleveland? <laughs> Squirt. <laughs> and I mean, like, yeah, whatever. Squirt. She grabs the Obahenderon and, like, I guess the president comes back into power at some point. I oh, mean, yeah. He comes out of the bunker and everything is <laughs> fine. Well, this is something. This is interesting, actually, because this whole incident mm -hmm. and the, the presence of Supergirl herself, we never see any kind of montage where she's making national news. No, she's not. There's no thing about, like, there's another alien with god powers around. Mm -hmm. Everybody be alert. Government cover-up. Yeah. She's been taken to Area 51 and dissected. Well, that's the thing. I'm thinking, right, if this got out of hand, we'd just nuke Midvale, yep. pave it over, man, build I mean, an airport there. Yeah. It never existed. Oh, the I Midvale International Airport? You haven't been there? It's beautiful. <laughs> I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke this fake town. And, I mean, she says goodbye to Hart Bachner, who realizes that both he... There's a bunch of nonsense we're not going to get into where he is in love with uh, Linda, but not Supergirl, and then right. he realizes that they're both the same person. Well, he, he doesn't need any clues. He's the only person in this universe yes, that just, just, just takes a look and is like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a wig. No, he's like, hmm, he's more of a brunette guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Supergirl. I like Betty, not Veronica. Or the other <laughs> way around, Veronica, not Betty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, whichever it is. <laughs> squirt. <laughs> something, something, Archie Comics, squirt. Uh, 
Yeah, but so she's like, yeah, but you you understand why we can't be together, right, Hart Bachner? And he's like, that's cool. I'm going to go direct PCU in 10 years. See you later. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'm just going to keep looking great and doing things. Yep, totally fine. Die Hard's just a few years off. Fine. Hey, could you do me a favor and just tell your uh, your your buddy, your cousin's buddy there to back off that little girl? Because that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I, I work for that school, and I just... I'm going to have to report, and I don't want to be the bad guy, so... Yeah, it's tough enough being a janitor <laughs> on the campus of an all-girls school, but this it's unacceptable. <laughs> He's giving a bad name to all handsome men working on this campus. Yeah, handsome, that's for sure. Mark McClure. <laughs> <laughs> and this, in one of the greatest pieces Squirt. of, like, we're just not paying attention to anything ever, it's like, Hart Bachner... Th- they all make their way down from the mountain somehow. Sure. Not even getting a ride from Supergirl. Um, and... Like it's like Supergirl says goodbye and flies out and that's yeah. it, right? So then they have to spend all this time getting down the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. So then Hart Bachner again, I think the center of town is where this Popeye's chicken is because they're all standing outside yeah. it again. And Supergirl flies over and he's like, See you later, Supergirl. And I was like, She'd be gone for hours. <laughs> yes. She already flew away. <laughs> She's just doing donuts around the town. I just want to make sure they get down safe. I'm not gonna help them down. I'm just gonna make sure they walk down this mountain safe. It's just no one was paying attention to Jack Squat making this movie, man. Well, because she grabs the goddamn thing and goes in the water and like the credits start. And I'm like, wait, you need to show me Mia Farrow being like, it needs to be the end of Spaceballs when Dick Van Patten's dead (laughs) and they turn the air back on. He goes, yeah, I need that scene. Anything. And listen, I watched the one that was almost two and a half hours. There's none of it. She goes underwater, and I'm like, is this a sea town? What is happening? Credits. Mm-hmm. Nothing. How do you not How do you not have this? She needs to go back there and see all those skeletons <laughs> laying around. Yes. The corpses of her loved ones. And all those little kids. All the little Padawai youngins. Oh, oh, no, it's, oh, it's Interstellar, man. It's been like 70 years since she <laughs> left. <laughs> Just, they're all dust. Yes. All that's left is Peter O'Toole's weird trees that he kept making. <laughs> and that's it. And, you know, you wait till the end of the credits, and this movie is dedicated to four dead people. That died in production somehow. Oh, is it? Is it? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Do, doing what? It's th- that's the only thing on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It just says, you know, like, dedication. These It's three people. Uh, oh, it's a girl, three. And t- a woman, and two men. And... They just said they all died during the course of produ- like production I, assistants and oh, whatever oh, else. I, no. I saw this and I saw those names and I, you know, I recognized that these are deceased individuals and I thought that is so sad. I would hate yes. to have a film like this dedicated if to I me. Am, if I am killed on the set of your shitty movie and you have the audacity and the ignorance to dedicate it to me, <laughs> yeah. I will haunt you for eternity. Exactly, Not in my name, Supergirl. Yeah, Because <laughs> you know... In the future, a bunch of fat jerks are going to talk about this. Yes, of course. And here we are. A bunch of fat jerks. <laughs> and we, who will be again? It's interstellar all over again. Dude, 31 years later, we're yeah. talking about how this shitty movie's dedicated to these dead people. You don't want that. No. You got to put that in the contract when you sign on to work on a movie. If I die, <laughs> just don't. I don't even care if it's the best movie ever. Yep. Don't dedicate it to me. No. Because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, even if, if I'm on, maybe if I'm on Schindler's List and it's like, you know what? If I die, you could dedicate. Well, you're not going to dedicate Schindler's List to me. You got a couple <laughs> of other people to dedicate it to. Uh, people people ahead of me in line there. Yeah, there, it's a lot of names, Steve. 
Holy moly. You know what? Would anybody recommend Supergirl? Oh, man, no. Uh, it's so long. I mean, maybe if you can find that 95-minute VHS tape, sweet day. Go for it. I think that there's, again, I, I mean, like, it's kind of unfortunate because there hasn't been a headlining superheroine movie since, aside from Catwoman and maybe some one-offs here and there. Electra. Electra. Garbage. You know, garbage. Like, it's just... And it's not the fact that you can't make a good superhero movie about a woman because read any any superhero comic, yeah. a Wonder Woman comic, read a Supergirl comic, read a, a Catwoman comic, read an Electra comic. You can write those stories. Those stories exist. But for some reason, no one knows how to do that. It's garbage. And don't. Like, bring your fucking A-team to it. Yes. Don't bring half-ass in it, yeah, whatever, it's a Supergirl movie. Because you watch this, and the whole thing is, yeah, whatever, it's just a Supergirl movie. Mm -hmm. Which, and then, fuck you, you already made Superman 3, which is terrible. Yep. And then you made Superman 4, which is also terrible. Mark McClure in all five of those movies, by the way. Oh, yeah. The he's, only man. He's just the thread, uh. dude. The thread connecting this shitty fabric. Uh, yeah, no, this this is the this is the movie version of the Phantom Zone. <laughs> it is impossibly long. It is boring as shit. I hate it. And you're right. They they need to. We need female superhero movies. Yes. I mean, it's kind of not a superhero, but I, I I think that Agent Carter show is pretty okay. Yeah, Agent Carter's good. good. Jessica things. Jones looks awesome. It does look cool. I think I, I again we're doing this because that Supergirl TV show is coming out. We're doing this a little before it. It premieres, so I don't know if it's good or bad. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. Uh, Red Tornado is a thing that exists. Hey, you already told me he's a robot, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. cool. It's I'm learning. Like, well, it's just kind of this thing where it's like there's this part of my brain where I'm like, oh, my God, Red Tornado. Look what you did to the world, Steve. <laughs> now the whole world has to be this way. It's your nightmare and your dream. <laughs> Converging into one CW TV show. <laughs> or CBS. Oh, is this? oh, yeah, CBS. You're right. Mm -hmm. uh, another station I don't watch. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not recommending. It took me two days to get through this movie. Uh, granted, I was watching the almost two and a half hour cut, uh, but it's uh, just totally mismanaged and a blown opportunity to branch out your franchise into a cool thing. Because, like, think of it this way: like, if this movie was a success, you have Superman for it. You could team them up. Yes, like you know, she could come back in playing Supergirl in this movie. What they should have done is probably have her in Superman three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, backdoor pilot that shit. Yes, exactly. Let's yep. do it that way. Let's test the waters a bit. And then we could bring bring her out on our own adventure, and that'll be fun. And, and no witches. How about no witches? You know what? Squirt, squirt, no witches. Mm -hmm. Witches, uh, witches in in superhero movies or science fiction, as we saw with that Ewoks movie. Yeah, no, it's trouble. You don't want witches. <laughs> That's Supergirl from 1984, directed by Janat Zwark. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. And, of course, right into the mailbag, weallhatemovies at gmail.com. Now, clue for next week's episode, Terry Kaiser. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. That could mean a couple of things. All of it's trouble. So until next week, when we're talking about Terry Kaiser, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it squirty.